0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Agency Hacker. I'm Justine, your co-host of this show. Today we are here with Parker Kump, founder and director of Tough Media. Hello, Parker, how are you today?
1: Good, good, how are you?
0: I'm doing good, excited to be here. Let's get started. What does your agency do and how did you start it?
1: Awesome, yeah. Uh, Tough Media is a performance marketing agency, so we specialize in digital advertising. Um, across all platforms. So whether it be meta or TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Google, you name it, we probably ran advertising for it. Um, We don't in particular niche down, but we specialize in e-commerce. But We also have some lead gen clients as well. Um, And then I started it. I've been in digital advertising for probably about seven or eight years. I started back in college and then out of college, I got an amazing job for an amazing company, ran all their digital advertising and slowly. began getting interest from other businesses to run their advertising. And then it just kind of snowballed into creating my own agency.
0: Wow. Quite the journey. That's amazing. Eight years and clearly successful. So that's amazing. How was the journey like in the beginning for
1: you? It was great. I mean, I got introduced to it because yeah, I started up here in Vancouver, the company I work for, Daily Hive, it's a media company, it's pretty well known. So I started getting interest from smaller businesses reaching out and I kinda kept hearing the same thing. Like, hey, I'm at there are either too small to go to a good agency for their ads, or they might have gotten ripped off by somebody. So I kinda there is a lot of people in the space, but I think transparency and work ethic sometimes lacked so then I started bringing them on and then I eventually just kind of got the passion for just working for myself and building an agency and helping as many businesses as I could so I went full full time with it um and sorry I'll just that uh went nice. full time and then it's yes and that was February of 2021 so not that long ago and it started with me and two clients and now we've worked with about 45 plus businesses and I have a team of eight
0: Wow. Wait, so 2021 is when you went full-time?
1: Yeah, February 2021. So pretty much the heart of of COVID. Yeah. And it was just myself, like, it's pretty much a freelancer with a website. I feel like that's how a lot of smaller agencies start. And then I started gaining one client, turned to two, turned to three, turned to four, and then ended up building it up to get my first hire. And then it's kind of in this last year, we've seen quite a bit of growth um, and it's kind of skyrocketed and then now getting in the right people in the agency as team members.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. When did it get to a point where you were like, okay, I need a team. This is getting big.
1: (laughs) I I did the first eight months by myself and I was like, I felt like kind of like an octopus, like everywhere, arms everywhere. Just having, uh, having to go into every direction and teach myself yeah. Um, and then I think it was so February and then around October, I hired my first team member who's still with me. She's amazing. And then uh, now this year we've grown to So I started this year with only myself and believe two other employees. And then now we've built it up this year to about eight, eight employees.
0: Wow, that's amazing! So before then, so before 2021, it was just freelance work. How was that experience for you? Was it hard? Trials, ups downs?
1: It was great. It was it was kind yeah. of a lot of um like businesses reaching out and asking for help, and then me either saying, "Yeah, I know how to do that and I can help," or me saying, "I don't know really, but I'll figure it out." So before, I just specialized in Facebook or Meta ads, and then. My first couple clients really needed help on the Google side. So I just taught myself and then YouTube and then LinkedIn. And then, so I just kind of taught myself everything and then they needed help with graphic design. So I started teaching myself graphic design. And I feel like now I have a bit of experience everywhere. So I know, but I definitely know that there's smarter people than me in this industry. So now I have Google specialists and Facebook specialists. And uh, okay. so yeah, I, I started off doing everything and that wasn't very scalable and but i actually do recommend it for people cuz it really helps managing and hiring the right people if you know the uh, yeah. platforms and the nuts and bolts to to twist to then get the right person in place to take over that department
0: yeah You know, I hear this conversation often just in the beginning, agency owners doing everything and then realizing they couldn't and then hiring a team and just being able to see what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are, I guess, as well. What would you say is your agency's expertise?
1: Expertise is definitely our kind of bread and butter platforms are meta and Google. Uh, TikTok is certain. So expertise is definitely like paid advertising in general. But to get even more specific, I would say meta and uh, Google. Now with costs rising and everything happening macro and actually a new strategy we've almost come up with this year is more omni-channel advertising. We've now have to specialize in almost every platform because... We find, especially with bigger e-commerce businesses, omni-channel advertising really drives the needle and really moves the mm. business. Rather than putting, I think in the last five to ten years, you can really you could really build a business on just Facebook ads. Uh, now, prices have skyrocketed. Uh, p- new platforms are coming out, like TikTok. People are each platform has their own kind of little niche of consumers, and so yeah. finding all these channels to drive certain areas of your funnel we mm. do so like we move a lot of our top of funnel to these um lower price cpm platforms like the TikToks, tocks pinterest mm. bing like bing ads everybody oh, yeah, wow. forgets about but it's honestly like a third of the price of google ads and they still have millions wow of ads. and so if a brand comes to us and they have a bit of an older demographic that's when we'll look at uh bing and pinterest where a lot of agencies i think go right into facebook and google automatically yeah and I think I'd tell all our clients, it's not just about outspending everybody, it's about testing. And then mm. a metric of tracking because now tracking is also a big hurdle for people. But absolutely. Yeah, I think we, we definitely specialize in social and search. And then I think another area that our team really prioritizes is customer service and transparency. Mm. That was a big trend when talking to clients, moving from agency to agency. Uh, they just don't like the how the communication is and maybe not how transparent they are i don't think there's anything wrong with going to a client saying yeah this month wasn't what we thought it would or didn't live up to the goals but this is what we're going to do this month i think clients appreciate that rather than you saying um oh no it was a good month you're just looking at it wrong or something like that just being transparent if it wasn't the results you were hoping for if they, if they end up leaving the partnership then that might not be the client you want to work with anyways, you want long-term partners anyway. So I think being transparent goes a long way. And I think a lot of our clients appreciate that.
0: Yeah. That's huge. Mm -hmm. You know, do you have any preferences with the social media platforms that you use
1: or Mm -hmm. that maybe
0: clients prefer?
1: Yeah. I mean, TikTok's a really good one. Uh, it's, It's doing numbers like really well for, in terms of reach and, Uh, cost however there is some negatives to it like the the logistics of where we've had a bunch of clients with money issues with tiktok because of their overseas and then
0: Hmm.
1: actually like had the user experience of a marketer it's Mm -hmm. not the best tiktok i honestly think meta still has the best user experience um but now the prices are just almost getting a little ridiculous Mm -hmm. for some people so It's not about I don't think cutting spend on Meta. It's more about being more efficient with your spend. Like I said, I know businesses that have literally built themselves on Facebook ads, and that's just not the case nowadays. You have to have all these other channels and allocating and tracking. So. I, I personally love TikTok. I, yeah. it, I It's a love hate with me. I can't even go on the platform without spending like half an hour watching videos. It's just it's so good. The I algorithm know. is so good, and which makes actually the advertising really good because they're so efficient with targeting. So, yes. Uh, yeah, I think TikTok's going to be a really good one. Um, and now just watching all the Twitter news and possibly Vine coming back. Who knows? Uh, Elon might. I
0: know. New uh,
1: advertising platform. So I'm excited and following that
0: yeah that'll be interesting mm-hmm. you you also mentioned transparent transparency as well would you consider that your core value
1: 100 percent. i think yeah. half of what we deliver is performance even though we're a performance marketing agency the other half is customer service and transparency um yeah. like if you build a connection like i want my team to feel as close to an in-house marketing department for our clientele as possible with yeah. the agency pricing to benefit them but uh yeah, yeah. Transparency is everything. I think if you build that connection with a client, it not only makes for an amazing long-term relationship, it just puts them at ease. It puts us at ease and takes a lot of stress off the plate.
0: Yeah. That's huge for just, you know, building the relationship and, you know, it being long-term right for clients. I do want to ask, how do you get clients? Is it inbound, outbound, referrals, yeah. social media we have, ads?
1: We have a combination. Um, I, a lot of it has turned from client referral um with the last four years i think the agents agencies have blown up so but becoming a good agency and having clients that really appreciate the value you bring them it's that's the easiest sales cycle is then mm-hmm. just referring so definitely we get quite a bit of referrals that's actually i didn't even start running ads for my own agency until the last six months so a year and a half of building agency was purely referral based mm-hmm. And then, um, also like key partnerships, we have mm. a lot of key partnerships. That's actually how I started tough media or kind of got it off the ground was I approached and worked with a lot of content studios and I knew they had clients. And then with organic reach on social going out the window, um, I knew content, you need a vehicle to push that content in. So I yeah. and said, Hey, uh, you do the content. I can run the ads. Would you like to have shared clients? And then I'll obviously I give them a, like a kickback referral fee and then that's essentially how i got my first almost 10 clients i would say so
0: wow anyway
1: starting an agency i highly recommend going down that road um it's easier said than done though i actually built relationship of the first content studio for i don't know how long i worked with them Essentially, in college, I worked for them for free for like three years before. Oh, uh, and
0: yeah.
1: like, by the time I started my own agency, I was like, hey, remember all those years I worked with you? I'm actually starting my own thing and it's a, still work with them today. And it's an amazing partnership.
0: Amazing. Yeah. That's great. Collaboration's huge. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. and
1: yeah, say- like web development agencies we work a lot with because um, I think this is almost... there's a lot of this new model of like specialized agencies before it was massive agencies that did everything. And I I think there's amazing big agencies that do everything that have the resources. Now it's these micro agencies that specialize in performance, specialize in web, specialize in content. And so I think a lot of them are realizing that performance in particular, if you're not investing heavily, like time and resources into it, there's strategies that were working six months ago that don't work now. So if mm. you're not in ad accounts every day, you can really lose touch with it. So then we've done that with web development because all our clients also need help with their websites. So we use them and yeah, that's another crucial. So referral, uh, key partnerships. And then obviously now we run advertising for mm. our uh, tough media so that all three of them combined is our main source of, of new clientele.
0: That's amazing. Would you say that your clients have changed since the beginning compared to now? Yeah, yeah. I think
1: before when I was like just starting Tough Media, I'd almost not take anybody, but like we, I was doing projects. I also, I didn't have a specific niche I wanted to go down. I just wanted to help as many businesses as possible. Now we have certain kind of figures, like we work a lot with um, e-commerce businesses doing at least a million dollars a year in revenue. Mm Uh, spending a certain amount having a proof of concept going we do still depending on capacity and depending on just um how <laughs> how much i fall in love with the business after meeting them sometimes <laughs> I, I go outside those boundaries and just if it's a startup and i really like it i sometimes work with them uh <laughs> yeah I, i'm a sucker for when they pull on heartstrings or something i really get behind so um but yeah we usually it tends to be either e-commerce businesses doing a million or um like digitally focused lead gen businesses that really have a proven concept and, and then we can really get behind e-commerce is again our mm-hmm. leader, but if there's a lead gen business that we think we can absolutely crush and we, we've we worked with the same industry in the past then yeah we will work with them as well so I there we do have some like uh qualifications now but before like i'd say the first year of tough media it was a lot of uh who needs help and if we can help them mm. yeah
0: yeah i think i love that you you know are still able to work with them if yeah. it just if it just speaks to you and you're passionate about it it just speaks to i would say like an entrepreneurial spirit and yeah. care for just helping others you know yeah. you know with with e-commerce and just being your bread and butter and things like that and technology changing what are you currently learning about or like what are you navigating through with just tech changing yeah like with-
1: yeah no, i mean there's it's been an interesting couple of years i think for digital marketing um mm-hmm. like the last year with covid and everything it was honestly the, one of the best years actually for e-commerce because everybody's just sitting at home getting stimmy checks and ordering ordering things online so and then i think a lot of businesses were expecting this growth to continue and now in the last three four months it's kind of been a different pace with just all the macro economic factors going on but now i think it's just going to turn to um no, instead of growth 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 marketing it's now profitable marketing and efficient marketing, mm-hmm. which has actually been really beneficial for us because that's been our our Forte ever since I started tough media is efficient spend. That's why I came up with like, or we didn't come up with, but this omni channel digital advertising and efficient marketing spend, not spending everything on a couple platforms. So Mm -hmm. she almost benefited us because of that being like a mission statement for us is profitable, sustainable marketing. That's efficient. Um, So other than that, those changes, I think tracking and performance marketing is a huge problem with the whole iOS updates. Mm -hmm. um, And like, reported return on ad spend. I think there just needs to be more holistic reporting now. And it's been a bit of a learning curve, not only for us, but for our clientele. Because mm-hmm. if e-commerce websites have been around ever since the glory days of Facebook, it's kind of a learning curve. They're still expecting that six, seven X ROAS or something like that, where yeah. it's probably still there, but it might just not be getting reported. So then they're making decisions based off what is reported and it could be hurting the business. So getting mm. good, almost setting expectations of what should they be focusing on, like just MER, marketing efficiency ratio, or just um, ho- holistic reporting, or getting a really solid tracking tool in place. So something like a, a Triple Whale or a Wicked mm. or a Hyros, those are like first party tracking tools that almost go around iOS. So mm. for technical changes, those would be the main, main ones we're looking on, and of course uh, the new platforms that everything.
0: Wow, thank you for expanding on that. No, no worries. You know, so like okay, so 2021 is when you went full time, right? So when did what did it take for you to be like I guess consistent, I would say, or just secure in that state?
1: Yeah, I think honestly, consistency and security didn't happen until this year, 2022. 2021 okay. it was very uh like just learning and growing yeah. and i've been fortunate enough to every month over month been growing and it's been a very consistent growth but this year i think we really hit our groove and it's honestly i think uh hiring and getting the right people in um mm. and building the right processes so mm. that was key until i started hiring and then finding the right people and training up the right people and then hiring like my first manager first really experienced uh, specialist getting them in not only does it like take time off the founder's plate who like i was saying i was doing everything it also brings fresh ideas and i think Mm. with digital advertising in particular and just marketing i think checking your ego at the door and welcoming fresh ideas is key like not everybody has the the best recipe to success um getting experienced people in that just can bring new ideas for each client is crucial and just seeing success so i think that's one thing we've done well is welcoming fresh ideas and being really collaborative. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that, so I would say hiring would be, and this year hitting that um, that consistency was key to growth.
0: Yeah. I think that's huge to just stay curious and open and I guess just flexible, especially as an agency owner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think working with the niche of e-commerce is great. So we can have, I guess, baseline strategy that almost applies to every client, but there's a lot that, transition like some e-commerce businesses take a longer buying process some mm-hmm. can be a buyer. so it's it's almost about having that strategy a little bit preset but being way open to new ideas and going off of historical data and yeah it's never never think you have the all the right reason or all the right answers and i'm a very analytical person i try to remove opinion and let the data tell me where to go mm-hmm. But then also I have creative people on the team that bring in a lot of opinion and a lot of... So it's kind of finding that healthy balance because numbers yeah. can tell you a lot, but not everything. And there can be some creative intuition that comes into digital advertising.
0: Absolutely. That healthy balance. is so important. Yeah. You know, is that leadership that, you know, it took for you to just manage a team, is this something that you expected, like just going into college and then out of college and then working for internship you mentioned where you're just like okay i'm probably gonna go down this path or how's it been like navigating leadership
1: honestly i never even managed anybody under me before starting my own company so i went from oh. i was like almost a little entry level started my own company and now i've managed a team uh it's been a bit of a learning curve but i've also i've i've, I've grown up in sports and Ooh. i've always been i guess like somewhat of a leader on the teams i play on like in college i was like our team captain or whatever but um I think it's a little bit ingrained in me. I was also uh, how I was raised. My dad was an entrepreneur. um, So I think a lot from him, but it's definitely been a learning curve and I'm still learning. I think that is going to be my biggest focus in 2023. It's actually getting even more leaders in the, in the business and more managing roles to go over each department. And then me becoming just really focusing on the culture of the company, the the leadership roles and making sure everybody's happy because um, one thing I do when starting this company, like a really big part of it was, um, honestly working some, some agencies working in agency isn't the best, like work-life balance. So I really yeah. want to make sure work-life balance and mental health is a prime, like the biggest factor in our uh, company and making sure because burnout working in an agency, you can get burnt out. So we bring in, uh, we're all remote workers. We do have team events we're, cause we're all kind of based around the same area, but we'll all meet up and have team events. We have unlimited uh, paid vacation, so I don't nice. care how much vacation people take, as long as things are getting done. Right. I think everybody needs time out of play. We need to be online, somewhat responsive, nine to five, but that's not our set work hours. If you want to mm. work late at night, you can. If you want to work in the morning, but responding to clients is key. But then, if you want, as long as deadlines are getting uh, met, I don't care when you work. So having that yeah. so like everybody has a life. I have team members that have kids. I have team members. Yeah. That have like to do certain activities during the day that keep their mental health fresh. So I yeah. really wanted to bring that. And I actually kind of learned that from my previous company, Daily Hive, that I mentioned. Um, they had some of the same tactics. Uh, and I think it makes team members and employees like work harder for the business because you give okay. them
0: Absolutely, because you care about like their lives outside of what they're doing yeah. for you. Yeah. I'll,
1: yeah, I'll work like crazy and I'll burn myself up. But that's that's what I signed up for as a founder. Yeah. I don't want my team members to get burnt out. I, I want them to come in. And I think it actually benefits our work. I think you're more creative. You're more energetic when you do take the odd Friday off and have a long weekend with your family and friends. I think you want to come to work rather than just dreading Mondays. Yeah.
0: Gosh, yeah. I know that's like embedded in culture now. Yeah, that's exactly. Norm, but it's like, why can't we enjoy what we do?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, what what would you say you're most proud of right now, currently on your journey as an agency cool. owner?
1: Yeah, <laughs> actually, this last couple of months, I think, uh, was a big lift. We've had a couple clients come from some of the biggest agencies in the world. Um, that offer that if you ask me, oh, could you compete with this agency? I w- would probably say, no, there are these massive behemoths that are way better than a small boutique agency. And then mm-hmm. we actually, they the clients came over and we actually shot up performance way better, like amazing customer service. The clients are so happy. And then now that yeah. client's turned into four clients because of yeah. how happy they are. So it really kind of like woke us up like, hey guys, we actually are very talented at what we do and we can be confident and say with everything like before that i knew i was pretty confident but then that was a big proof of concept is having these clients come from these agencies that i look up to and i I still do um it just might have been not the right fit between clientele and agency and uh, that was a huge wake up and then as well we had a couple (laughs) we had a couple clients actually almost put us through a test with one Uh, they had they have this big business that has multiple avenues and they gave one avenue to one agency and the other to us and they said you guys have three months to compete against each other and then whoever and the other agency was like five times the size of us another one that i look up to and we uh we didn't even go the full three months they actually um then gave us the rest of the business and they said you guys customer service so those two things actually happened in the last i think actually two months and yeah,
0: wow. just,
1: yeah, the big. Uh, I think I was most proud of that for this year, for sure. That's
0: amazing. I mean, it's confirmation, but it also just reminders to yourself like, wow, I already knew that I was really? capable of this, that I was already that good, that I've, you know, delivered amazing results and things like that. That's great.
1: Yeah. I think obviously, like I've been preaching and I knew it, but sometimes I yeah. like to get it like proven because yeah. you got to be confident in your own company. But I think those little case studies just... Uh, solidify like how confident you should be and how confident your team members are and just yeah it that was uh that was pretty cool I was pretty happy with all that
0: absolutely that's amazing on the flip side what do you think is your biggest rock right now to move on your journey to seven figures
1: biggest rock I would say not maybe a rock but hurdle is getting as we grow um again getting the right people in um and not only right people as in talent but to match culture it's mm-hmm. one thing when you are all full remote uh culture is a really challenging thing so that um the bringing like the right attitude especially those leadership roles because as a small company culture and leadership stems from those roles and goes down so that uh that will be the biggest growing forward is as we're hiring, as we're growing is making sure that the right people are coming in to match what we're building already. Cause right now, I think we're in an amazing position. I'm ex- insanely happy with my team. I just want to keep that going, uh, moving forward and making sure as we're adding they're, they're matching the, the, the same culture fit. Um, other than that, I do think the macroeconomics might be challenging to um, like all the talks of a recession but again Mm. i'm staying confident with it because i don't think the best part with digital marketing is i don't think it's not going to go anywhere it's just Mm. being as efficient as possible and it matches with our essential mission statement and how we've been but that can always be a factor there will be some turnover because of it but staying uh staying positive is everything so those will be the biggest um biggest rocks i guess or obstacles
0: that's amazing. Yeah. I do want to go back in time. What mm-hmm. would you tell your day one you who just started your agency a couple years ago?
1: <laughs> I would, yeah. If I like went back to myself, I would, mm-hmm. one, I would probably actually, because we didn't find our groove, our perfect clientele until kind of this year. Yeah, I would say um, almost start with that. If I, yeah. if a, um, a younger individual came up to me and said, "I want to start an agency, what should I do?" I would say go work in an industry that you love, find exactly how to market it and then you can start a micro agency or a niche agency that goes, uh, follows that industry. So like I know a bunch of agencies that are very successful that just work with like clinics and they have that, that industry on lockdown. They know exactly what to do and it's super scalable. Mm-hmm. I personally want to work with, I don't have an exact industry. I love e-commerce, but I also love other industries. I want to work with just businesses that yeah. match exactly what we are presenting the client. So, um, But if I were to start or somebody asked me when they were younger how to start, I would go that route. As well, I love working essentially for free for companies. Mm. When you're younger, work, internships I did in school I think I did like two unpaid internships at the same time while working for free for other companies plus going like I would go to the entrepreneurship program at my university and kids were starting little e-commerce businesses and I was like oh I kind of know how to do Facebook ads let's work together like (laughs) at night and instead of going out Friday night you just spend the night doing Facebook ads and learn a bunch and yeah that's that's how i got i don't know. kind of fell in love with digital advertising mm. was working for free and finding a bunch of avenues that i really loved and then mm. of course online courses i just i i really i love online courses even though i studied marketing in university and finance i yeah. I, I love online courses <laughs> wow uh, what type
0: of courses did you oh, did, did anything.
1: you particularly like facebook tiktok google ads all that that's how i learned everything um, wow university was great i think for theory of marketing and just learning mm. fundamentals for sure but the the gritty of actually how to format a funnel and build everything that all came from online courses
0: um, wow
1: as well actually sorry to kind of ramble on about this topic oh, yeah. but one thing i actually really learned this year is not being afraid to ask for help like mentors mm. i have a, a lot of great mentors in my life and especially um, agency owners that I want to model my business after I work with one. His name's Cormac Gray. He works for Dunk Agency. In, it's based nice. in Australia. Um, so I guess we're even somewhat competitors, but he has this program where he works with me and he he, he tells everything that he did wrong or right in his journey. Mm. So that's been crucial uh, this year of scaling. And mm. I think if I did that even earlier, I think I, I would have seen growth so much faster. So, not being afraid to like ask for help or just uh, go to somebody that you want to model your business offer. Or you like what they're doing yeah. and see if you can shadow them or even work for them.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Like just hearing what worked for them, what didn't work for them, is just a lot better sometimes than maybe books that we find or just oh hearing God. it from someone else in person or. You know, on the on the phone or whatever, it I think makes the biggest difference. Like
1: I like yeah, when I come to a crossroads decision, I Mm -hmm. I don't depend on him to give me an answer. I'll be hey, I'm at this decision. Like any insight, he's like, well, I'll tell you what I did when I was at that point. Like yeah, and then he says, so you can go this way, this way, that way, and then now the decision's up to me. But at least I have some context into what it looks like if making certain decisions. So I love that it, it helps with clarity. It helps solidify decisions and. Yeah, it's a huge, huge booster of morale when you're because yeah. I don't know running an agency or starting an agency is it gets pretty lonely at times. Like mm. obviously you have support systems, I like have a yeah. support system, but not too many people can relate to the exact struggles you're going through. So then yeah. having somebody that knows the exact struggles is as amazing for morale, mental health, everything.
0: Absolutely. Did you ever go through like? Phases or stages that you were like, okay, I need to focus and stay in my own lane. Like I know I want to branch out and do different, or I know I want to branch out and work with different type, of, work with different type of clients and things like that. Did you ever have struggles with that at all? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I'm yeah. a I a now catching the entrepreneurial bug. Uh, like I've had, especially now I get the insights of so many different businesses. Yeah, I, I think of a new business to start almost <laughs> like monthly, yeah. weekly, like uh, yeah. but. And then, yeah, like working with, and that's actually another point of hiring managers. I've actually had my managers or team members like call me out like, hey, I don't think this client is the right fit for us. I know you want to bring them in, but I don't think it matches what our same is and perfect. Okay, cool. That's that's kind of what checking your ego is at the door. So um, yeah. yeah, all the time I, I do look at, but then, and there does growing an agency does present new opportunities all the time for people saying hey like I have a young business can you help me start it and like mm-hmm. joining it but then staying laser focused on your company until maybe there's a point for you to exit the day-to-day and then you can that venture back so there's absolutely times where I, th- I see opportunities but I tough media is 100% my baby right now and I probably won't be going over the uh, (laughs) following those other opportunities until uh I don't know sometime in the future but
0: yeah
1: everything but that was was a huge (laughs) challenge for me at the start especially uh when it wasn't maybe as serious and it was just I knew I had something here but I would t- talk to these other business owners. Oh, man, if I could, if they would just tweak this or do that, like oh. it would be great. Like maybe I should start something like that. Or yeah. I don't know, like oh, I was always thinking about new businesses to start. But...
0: I feel uh especially just having an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial oh. spirit. You're just like, wow, this can go here, here, here. But we can only mm-hmm. do so much in one day. You yeah, know? Yeah.
1: So. yeah, exactly. The the early mornings, late nights. They they can add up pretty quick. So still, still learning that one though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So to transition, do you have any just further advice for your peers listening to this and agency owners who have been in the game for many years?
1: Um, For peers listening to this or even agency owners, uh, like bigger agency owners, I think honestly, one for bigger agency owners, because just like I was saying, these massive agencies and then yeah. clientele is coming from them, I think looking at, uh, they obviously have certain qualifications. So the smaller tier clients, maybe maybe having a better process of working with them because every business can get to those top tier. But I think the smaller yeah. ones or medium-sized ones almost get ignore, sometimes ignored in certain agencies. Yeah. Uh, if they aren't that top 5% or 1% of retainer, um but they can turn into that and i think it it, that opportunity cost. sometimes they lose out on and um that would be my only advice to them and then also i've seen agencies that are amazing and really big but then when the clients come over us they're using strategies that are very outdated so i would definitely we always do it i would say weekly we actually meet um we have like this team meeting on new growth ideas new ideas in digital advertising that you found this week As you should always be testing. Like again, we had a strategy six months ago that now is almost outdated. And then we've come across some agencies that are still using strategies that that were like used three three years ago or two years ago in a post iOS world, which will Mm -hmm. not work. And (laughs) so I think they they some agencies almost get comfortable in what they're doing, Mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, perfect, it's a formula, but that formula changes constantly, especially in digital advertising. I can only speak, I'm only speaking to that, but yeah, that's what I think. That would be some advice to those bigger agencies.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that advice. That's very much true to everything that you said, honestly, but you know, I really enjoyed this conversation. I do want to transition. How can people get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, no, you can follow me at Parker Kump on LinkedIn, uh, Parker underscore Kump on Instagram or uh, Tough Media Marketing on um on instagram as well or just www.tuffmedia.ca that's our website and it's tuffmedia.ca that'd be the easiest way and then actually even if you have any questions that book a book a free strategy call on our website you can fill that out and then it links directly to my calendar and you can book a 15-minute call with me in my calendar Um, nice yeah I've, i've that's been an amazing resource for us. I've had agencies book meetings with us and they're like, Hey, I just got this one client. And honestly, there's a piece of the pie for everybody. I don't, I don't care. I think it's all about giving positive energy out there and yeah. being, being a good person and stuff will follow. But yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll book a meeting and talk strategy with anybody.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that for our listeners. Yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation and have a good evening.
1: Yeah. It was amazing. Thank you. Thank you.